Oh, you think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. We all know that government regulation is a part of life. It is a part of doing business. It is a part of just about every aspect that we touch. So when does the government go too far? Well, a lot of those questions are answered in cases that to some people might seem kind of obscure, but the results of disagreements there and the court issues that follow affect everybody's lives. Going to make sense of that here in just a second. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. Now joined by Devin Watkins. He is an attorney with the Competitive Enterprise Institute. And Devin, first of all, appreciate you being on the show right here. And what we've got at issue here in this case in the Northeast part of the U.S., uh, it really comes down to how heavy-handed some regulations can be and how those are implemented is my understanding. And that is basically the limit of my understanding. You filed a brief in this case. What is the situation at hand? And then we can talk about how it potentially affects other things. So it, it actually is, fun, is more fundamental than that. Uh, this is about uh, if you have a disagreement with the government over uh, if the government can control your life, uh, does the government win by default or is it? are you on an even playing field in uh, being able to argue uh, what the statute means uh, before a neutral judge? And uh, for the... For my entire lifetime, uh, Chevron has existed and said that the government gets deference on its interpretation. If there's, if it's a reasonable interpretation, it's within the scope of what the text could mean, then the government wins, and uh, that should end. And we, sh everyone, should be back on a neutral playing field where my interpretation or the agency's interpretation, whichever is better, should win. Okay, so let's talk about the let's humanize where this is coming into play. What's the case that is in the works right now? And you filed an amicus brief in this case. So what is that situation? So this is a, a case called Lober Bright Enterprises, Brady Germano. It's a case about fishermen. Uh, the Congress had wrote a statute, and it's in a few cases like foreign fishermen. Uh, it allowed the agency to require the fishermen to pay for monitors who would watch the fishermen and make sure that they are following the law. But it didn't do so for domestic fishermen, uh, except in some rare cases. Um, despite that, the agency said uh, that they're going to require it anyway. Um, and when uh, it got challenged in court uh, by uh, the citizens uh, coming before the judge, the judge said the statute does not mention whether the agency can force the fishermen to pay for these monitors or not. Uh, so given that situation, we're going to defer to the agency under a doctrine called Chevron deference. Um, and so this is a doctrine that has been controversial. Uh, the Supreme Court for the last decade has basically refused to mention it. It's become like Lord Voldemort. It is the doctrine that shall not be named in the Supreme Court. The lower courts still use it, and that's where the problem comes in. And just to be clear, we're not talking about they're being required to pay for this as a penalty for something, as a penalty for violating uh, laws or regulations in the past. This is something proactive by government saying, we're just going to add this regulation and expense. Yes, they're just going to add it to everyone. Every single person in the industry, regardless of what they've done, is required now to pay for monitors that will watch them while they go fishing. 
Wow. Okay. Somebody may argue, well, I don't know, Devin. I mean, I'm required to play, pay for police who uh, monitor my daily life driving up and down the road, and I'm required to pay for the IRS who examines my tax returns. How sure. is something like this any different? Well, um, your taxes you paid were authorized by Congress. It's the people's representatives that decided you should pay those taxes, and you can vote them out of office if you think they're charging you too much. Um, not so with administrative agencies that are appointed and sometimes almost impossible to fire. We are visiting with Devin Watkins from the Competitive Enterprise Institute. So is this a matter of Congress outsourcing, for lack of a better term, its regulatory authority and just saying they'll write the rules and they'll enforce them, whether or not there's specific congressional authorization to it? Or is there another aspect of this that applies to us? No, actually, Congress was silent. They filed an amicus brief like I did opposing this. Uh, and it is the executive branch and the president uh, and the agencies he control that has decided to do this even without Congress's involvement. So why do I care whether or not um, some fishermen have to pay extra to pay for monitors to keep an eye on them? What what is the principle that applies to the rest of us throughout the United States? In other words, the question is, why does this particular case matter? Because I'm going to guess most of the people taking in our conversation right now, Devin, have never heard of this case and don't give something like this a lot of thought. So the question is, do you think your vote should matter? Uh, when you elect congressmen, do you think that they should have the power to decide whether or how much money you are supposed to pay or not? Uh, if they are, if the congressmen are lack that kind of power, your ability to vote for your congressman doesn't really matter. And so it's a, really about ensuring uh, that we are a really democratic society, one in which the people vote in uh, those that make their laws. And what level of legal challenge is this case at right now? This is before the United States Supreme Court. Okay. Um, they, this is the first time, to my knowledge, that they have directly considered overruling Chevron uh, and returning us back to kind of a neutral playing field. And I have heard it argued that when you sort of outsource to an administrative state, to a bureaucratic state, that it's more efficient because subject matter experts are the ones that are making the final rules and deciding the final enforcement. And you get elected to Congress, you're not expected to be experts in thousands of different topics. What's the what's the right answer to that? Well, Congress has plenty of advisors that are experts. There's an experts are a dime a dozen out there. There's plenty of them with all kinds of different views. The question is, among all the different experts, Who's, which experts should we listen to and which ones should we not? And uh, that really has to be determined based on the people's voting and representatives that they trust that can act on their behalf. That's why we have Congress, so that we can uh, so we can vote on the people we agree with, the people that we think can trust to go make the right calls in deciding which experts we should listen to. Uh, and uh, that's why Congress should be making these decisions. So when we look at the case before the U.S. Supreme Court, it's important from what I'm hearing you say to understand that this is not about fishing tactics uh, specifically at all. No, not at all. And when are this would be in the next term, I would think, with the Supreme Court, or are they uh, going to be issuing any sort of ruling or stay? Or is this something we wait for next June to hear about? Yeah, sometime in the fall, we'll probably have oral argument and, and we should have a decision by June of next year. 
Okay. All right. Devin Watkins from the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Uh, people want to keep up with this case, whether or not you are into fishing or not, or the other work that you're doing. What's the way to be in touch? Website, maybe your social media, anything like that? Uh, um, our website is cei.org, and you'll see everything that we do. We do all kinds of different stuff. I just focus on the legal aspects. And that's one of those areas where obscure cases like this have such a big ripple effect through the rest of us into other industries as well. And that's why it's important. Yes, very much so. And uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, Devin.Watkins uh, and for Liberty. All right, uh, Devin, appreciate you being on and uh, bringing this to our attention. Sounds good. Just ahead, we've been promised that inflation is going to go down and life necessities like medicine are going to become more affordable. Do you believe that? Let's talk about it just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. 